So there's a national shortage on school bus drivers. Um, Delaware has been facing it the last few years. Um, we've had recruits coming in and we do, districts have worked with it. Um, when COVID-19 came along, it made that shortage um, increase. Um, a lot of our drivers are at the high risk category for COVID-19. So they decided to stop driving school buses last year. Um, districts were able to be creative through the last school year um, in regards of covering bus routes because of the hybrid um, learning. But with us getting ready to return to school in September, uh, August or September, the contractors and districts are trying to fill those spots. Unfortunately, right now, um, we're having a limited number of applicants come through um, to go through the training process because we're now competing with a lot of employers in the area who are also um, desperate for employees. Um, so we are trying to get the word out that we need more bus drivers and aides and that to help get our kids to school when they want a rewarding career. Um, this is one that we can give that can help the future um, continue learning by driving a school bus. I guess it didn't help that COVID, in a sense, kind of made this industry, in some respects, go away because if kids aren't going to school, there's no need for school buses. So I guess maybe some of those drivers that were driving have moved on to other things. Are you seeing that? So in most cases, they left because of COVID-19. We worked hard to um, provide opportunities for our bus drivers during COVID-19 when the schools were closed um, or doing remote learning to keep them engaged so that way they would be ready for when schools reopened um, because we didn't want to make this shortage any larger um, than what it already was. Um, so a lot of it wasn't that they didn't have opportunity to work. It was that they left because of the concerns of working with COVID-19 and chose not. They were concerned for their health um, because either of their health condition or their age, um, and they left it. So that's really what made the situation worse. And also now we're competing against employers who can, maybe can offer more hours um, that are also offering unique opportunities right now for for job employment. Um, for employment as they're trying to cover their shortages. Are there districts in particular that uh, that are facing big problems? So right now we're collecting that data from districts in regards to how many drivers short they are. Um, they're, they're slowly, you know, they're trying to gather that information and they're reporting it to us um, because obviously some districts, you know, they have both a district operation, which they can quickly tell us how many they're short, but they're reaching out to their contractors to get their current staffing situations, which is always a fluid um, situation because people who we thought were coming back could change their mind or they could have a health issue pop up that keeps them from being able to return. There's also people who or maybe deciding to come back um, that originally we did not think was going to come back. Um, so they're trying to gather that information so we have um, a good idea. Right now we're hearing anywhere from 5 to 20 drivers short in the district. Um, we don't know actually the ones that are hurting the worst at this point because we're gathering the data, but I would say the trend appears to be the larger the district, the larger the shortage because obviously they have more buses um, to cover than a district that's smaller. So those numbers kind of are more in line with how many buses they have within their fleet. What if they do end up short? What happens? So right now the districts are in their planning phases of bus routing. This is a time of year that they're working on getting all the bus routing ready for next year. So really collecting this information and during their planning, they're working on how they can tackle this to continue to get all the kids to school. Um, one of the things is obviously one of the first ways they're going to look at is what routes can be paired up or tiered together 
Um, so a lot of districts have staggered their time so that they can do multiple levels of transportation so that bus can serve as um, two or three schools, depending on the times that their district schools are set up to be. So that's one way that they're going to try to combat this is they're probably going to have to add more layers to bus routes to use their current assets to cover the ones um, that are not covered. And recently we have a new component of our formula, and this is one of the reasons we were going for it um, for conversation to help our drivers, is we have a tier allowance that went into effect that helps compensate the drivers for these extra tier routes they do to compensate them fairly for the time they're putting in to drive these extra routes, which is definitely going to be great that it's starting because it's going to help those drivers who are going to probably have to take on a little bit more um, time behind the wheel um, to have the compensation for doing that to cover the shortage. So for anyone listening who's thinking, you know what, this is probably something I can do. What qualifications are needed? Who is your ideal candidate for this type of job? So the uh, the can- the qualifications to become a school bus driver is you have to be 18 years or over. You have to have a clean driving record, um, no more than five points on your license at the time of application. Um, your license cannot be suspended or um, revoked in the last five years. Um, they have to attend a two-day um, class that's sponsored by Delaware Department of Education on how to become a school bus driver. They have to get a CDL permit, um, Class B with passengers P and S um, permit from DMV. They have to study for that test and get the permit. Once they get the permit, they come and work with a certified trainer um, that we have all throughout the state. There's multiple ones that work with them to train them how to be a safe bus driver and then how to pass the road test at DMV. They have to get a school bus driver's background check, which checks their background to make sure they meet the requirements um, to work with students and to meet the driving requirements of the bus on their license. They have to get child protection registry completed. Um, They have to get a pre-employment drug test. And then once they have all that done and they pass their road test and complete all their training with a trainer, then they are able to start driving the bus. Um, our ideal candidate, or especially any parents who um, stay-at-home moms, would be a great one because they would be on the state on the same schedule as their student, um, as their children, and would be able to be off when they're off, and would be following that same schedule of their students. Also, retirees are another great um, demographic that likes to drive buses. It's a great time for them to have a flexible schedule, uh, some time in the morning, some time in the afternoon. They have the in between the day to do what they need to do. Um, that's normally our main def- demographic is our um, retirees who are looking for a little bit of something to do without working that full time that they retired from. And also, whoever wants to do this job, the biggest factor that they want is someone, people who like working with students, with children, and having that demeanor to deal with students and, you know, helping them through their educational journey. And you mentioned all the testing and the permitting. I know one of the concerns here is that we're running short of time. It sounds like uh, to get all that together is going to take some time. We're already at the end of July. Next thing you know, <laughs> schools are starting. Yes. So all those requirements, they are all fed, the federal um, federal motor carrier safety administration. They are really the who set the commercial driver's licensing um, statutes, and then the states adopt their regulations to go along with it. So yes, it, it can be a time-consuming um, training process, but it's all done to ensure that who's driving the bus is the most safe candidate to keep our children safe as they're going to and from school. Um, and 
there is a time concern on the time it is, but we're still trying to get people in because we want to get people moving in this process so that some of these unique things that districts have to do to try to get kids to school, as we get more people in and train, we can start getting back more to normal um, routing and driving and all that kind of thing of picking up the students. And we're talking not just about drivers, but bus aides as well. What, what do the aides do? The aides assist on our, um, on our buses. They're on buses that are needed, that are identified to have students who need assistance. The aides ride on those buses and can help anywhere from with behavior to helping students load and unload the bus to helping our students in wheelchairs load and load the bus and making sure they're properly uh, secured in the bus and that everybody is safe through their ride. Um, the requirements to become a bus aide, they also have to be 18 years or older. They have to go through our training class as well and get a background check. Uh, pre-employment drug test, uh, physical, and they must also um, they must also go through our training to complete um, to be a bus aide in that regards. So there's a little bit less requirement on them, but they still have to go through that pro a similar process to be a bus aide.